Welcome to another Sam and Steve podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Sam. So if this is your first time here, welcome. This is a podcast about weddings and photography. And we are Sam and Steve Photography. We're wedding photographers based in the lovely town of Bicester in North Oxfordshire. How are you, Sam? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, putting my feet up, metaphorically. I was going to say, I'm good now because we finished. Yay! <laughs> until march next year we we have some time off sam and steve photography we love photographing weddings honest we do <laughs> we do we do we do i promise we do <laughs> i just said we've had rather a lot this year so we had our last wedding on friday today's sunday we had our last wedding on friday it was half day wedding at stratton court barn a venue we know well of course we do and uh, lovely wedding and thanks for having us along uh, abigail and sean and uh, we had a very lucky day with wedding with the weather yeah the weather was appalling all week it peed down all week until friday for I some know. reason friday was a beautiful sunny day which you was great. would not have believed it the week was crap and then come friday the sun came out the clouds disappeared the sky was completely blue it was a perfect early winter's day amazing and uh, one of the things I like about winter weddings, actually, lots of things. Uh, I like the the autumn colours, what's left of them. And I like sometimes you get a bit of frost on the ground, which is quite fun as well. But one of the good things about, about winter weddings is that you get a bit more nighttime, which I know sounds bonkers, probably is bonkers. But I'm trying to do a lot more sort of creative flash work. And, the, and because you get more nighttime. You get more dark time, you mean. Dark time, yeah, when the sun's not in, <laughs> when the moon's out. You know what I mean. Uh, don't start. Um, uh, I wasn't going to say. Uh, I get a chance to play around with flashes and uh, the wedding on Friday, I sort of... You feeling Sorry. okay? Yes. Do you want a drink? No. Are you sure? Positive. Okay, if you don't do that again, let me know and I'll mute you. Just get on with it. Okay. Uh, we um, got a chance to play a bit around with some flashes and do some creative flashes with some gels and things. And uh, that's kind of like my big development opportunity, really. Over the next year, I really want to get good at doing that kind of thing. I'm, I'm a member of a group called Flashmasters, which is run by a great photographer called Neil Redfern up in the Manchester area. In fact, they do a, a really good podcast as well, much better than this one. Uh, uh, excuse me, don't <laughs> say that. Are you kidding? Please, please stay here till the end. Um, but the, the photography in that group is out of this world, really. And you look at some of the images on there. Now, I know what you're going to say, Sam. We're documentary wedding photographers. Yeah. And we are. Yes. And we don't do a lot of formal pro stuff. Well, exactly. But. Every now and then. Having the opportunity to do that sort of wow photo in an evening when we've got lots of flash going on, gels, different lighting, the kind of photo that, with all due respect, guests can't take on their phones because they wouldn't know how to set it up. Yeah, no, I agree. At, at this time of year, um, obviously it gets dark. I mean, like for this week's wedding, it was like five o'clock. It started to get dark, so we couldn't really do anything um, with them during daylight. And to actually get some photos of the two of them, you had to use flash. Yeah. And um, it just means you just have to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and say, well, what light is there around here? And there wasn't any. There wasn't any, no, uh, apart from the, the lights coming out of the barn. Um, I put the photo, one of the photos I took on Friday on our Instagram account, and it's rocketed very quickly because it's an unusual type of photo. So if you haven't seen it on Instagram, it's literally the bride and groom silhouetted. So uh, there's two orange sort of wall lights. So they've got wall lights either side of a main door. that was door. like a, a garage door that was a um, like a garage door. Hmm. Um but there, but there was nothing in between, and the, the the lights either side weren't very bright, were they? No, and um, I put a, a gel on the flash, uh, a cyan type gel or teal kind of colour, which I fired into the wall. So what it does, it silhouettes the bride and groom with that teal colour. And one of the things you learn about photography and colour is complementary colours, and orange and teal are colours that complement each other. If you see a lot of sort of Hollywood like. Marvel type movies, like Batman type movies, they do a lot of stuff in orange and teal. You look at me like I'm talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you, but you, 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 I'm they, not. 
when it's sort of moody move, movie, moody, 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 moody movies. Excuse me. Uh, where the highlights are often in uh, orange and the shadows are in teal, or perhaps the other way around. They complement each other, and it gives that sort of. So basically, we ask the couple to just face each other and just kind of look at each other hmm. in love as you would. Um, and the groom held the flash because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to do it. So he held it against the the garage door. Hmm. Um, well, not literally, about a, about a metre away, but he fired yeah. it against the door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As I say, we're still learning this kind of stuff, really, because a couple of years ago we just sort of recalled in horror and thought we're doing this. But it's the kind of photos that couples will say, wow, you know, they'll put it on the wall or they'll order a print or something like that. It's quite interesting because even though our couples want our documentary style mm. and our relaxed, laid-back style, they still love of a picture like that. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah, because they want something which makes them think, you know, how, how amazing was our wedding day? How, how amazing did we look? And if we can take a photo that emphasises both those things, then all the better, really. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, a few things to talk about. Well, we should mention we've got two guests coming up for an interview, and that is Mary and Laurie, who are a mother and daughter team based in Buckingham, and they call themselves Woolly Woods. And I interviewed them a couple of weeks ago. Woolly Woods uh, is a new wedding business, and they specialise in unusual table decorations and sort of tall um, what's the word I want? Ornament type things. In, in we met them at a wedding fair Thank you. recently at the Voco and started talking to Chesterton. them. And was it Chesterton? Yeah. And matter. started talking to them and um, just loved what they did. So we'll let them talk more about what they do shortly. But very quickly, it's um, their products are all handmade. And the woolly comes from the fact that all the leaves on the trees are all made from felt. Felt. Yeah. And they're very, very much a sustainable environmental business. They're very passionate about that. But more on that to come soon, so that interview is coming up in a little while. Anyway, what else have we been up to, Samantha? Weddings. <laughs> yeah, apart from weddings. Um, we've been launching our new uh, website. Well, we haven't got the website ready yet, but we've got the brand at least. But yes, but we've launched it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more dribbled out at the really <clears throat> stage. And well, then it's not been uh, like a, a bottle smashed across the size of the... Of the uh, I don't think that would have ever happened the, today. the boat, is it slipped off down into the Clyde? More, <laughs> more about the Clyde shortly. Um, no, we, we so we talked a while on... <coughs> you don't need to hear me. If you just wave at me, I can mute you. Just go, Steve, and wave at me, and I can hit the mute button. And we don't definitely... I don't have to do that either. Don't get my rude gestures at me. We don't deafen our listener. Uh, wait, wait, yeah, um, we're talking about... Um, yeah, so we talked a while, that we go, well, ago, a while ago that we are going to have... We had a drink. No, I wish. We're <laughs> going to have... Um, well, we are planning to have a corporate business. In fact, we're already um, starting to take a bit of business on that. So corporate headshots, event photography, brand photography, um, but all that sort of businessy type photography and videography and even podcasting. If anybody wants to book us after listening to this. Um, and, um, but Sam and Steve photography is really known for weddings. So we wanted a different brand for that same company, just a different brand. So we came up with it with the name of Bista studios. We did. And so um, as though we're based in Bista. Good idea. So we bought the domain, bistastudios.co.uk and probably realistically now early in the new year, when all the wedding editing's finished, we'll launch a new website. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're interested in having some corporate shoots, we've got some offers going at the moment because obviously we're introducing this business. So anybody looking for headshots, uh, brand photography, even a little bit of promo videography, and let us know. We'll be very, very pleased to hear from you. Very happy to help you. We will be um, in Abingdon at um, the Hilton Garden, Hilton Garden Inn, Inn yeah. uh, next week. Uh, for their open well it's not an open day it's like a a, a lunch well it's like a christmas get together so it's a networking yeah. event that keely's organized so um, keely is the sales manager keely denishan and um, we've we've offered to be there to actually take headshots so we'll be doing that yeah um, and we should say because somebody could listen to this six weeks six months into the future that's going to be on the yeah, what date is it today 27th 30th Yes. 30th of November. 30th of November. Yeah, so if you've listened to this in June, you've missed it. But if you hear it... If you <laughs> I hope have, you're not listening to this in June. Well, it could happen. <laughs> um, but if you, uh, if you are listening to this week and you want to see us down there, then uh, roll up. Keely does a fantastic job of arranging networking events, and it's a lovely hotel. 
Um, I mentioned the Clyde. We've just come back from Scotland. We were in Glasgow last week. We were. It was a bit... Um, the weather was a bit on and off. So we met up some of our photography friends who we got to know over the lockdown in our virtual online pub we called the Locked In. Ha, ha, ha. And as many of them actually came from north of the border, we thought we'd have a meet up actually in, in Glasgow. So a shout out in no particular order to Neil Ford, uh, Kian Balek, Steph Balek, Murray McMillan, Alison McMillan, um, Stephen Johnson, Catherine Johnson, Peter Kasbergen, um, Murray's mate, Lawrence, whose na- second name I've forgotten, but nice to meet you, Lawrence. Um, and uh, anybody else I've missed? I've lost count. But it was great. I mean, Glasgow's a really fun city. I've not spent a lot of time in Glasgow before. Perhaps not the day we arrived. Well, it did It did rain a fair bit. Yeah. A fair bit? We got absolutely soaked. There is a reason that D- Deacon Blue called their first album Raintown. And you decided, well, no, you didn't. Some people, some of our friends that were there um, were going to crazy golf, so we decided to join them. Golf fang. Um. And you decided we would walk. Yeah, I've got a poorly knee, by the way. So we limped. I limped all the way there because I did my knee in playing golf. 20 minutes in the rain. It was worth it. It was a really fun place. It Well, it definitely was because okay, I won. Okay, that didn't take long to do this. <laughs> so my darling wife, Samantha, who's only ever played golf once or twice in her life and actually missed the ball on her first putt, would you believe, and we gave her a mulligan, managed to get four holes in one on the crazy golf. Exactly. Yeah, beginner's luck. It was good fun. Bonkers. That's a load of twaddle. Bonkers holes, one of which was a, a like a very horrible, disgusting public toilet. <laughs> you literally, they'd, they'd got that spray foam that was in the loo. So they'd got a metal toilet, which was the hole, and they'd surrounded it with this like foam stuff and then coloured it in colours that you would want to know Lavatorial about. colours. So it literally did look as if somebody had done something awful oh. that the ball was going into. But actually, it was it was really good fun, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. I bet Tiger Woods had never had to pick a ball out of, his, out of a loo. But you didn't believe I had holes when I had holes in one, did you? No, I, I absolutely Well, my it. first one... Well, you missed the first one. We gave you a second go. Yeah. Because we were nice to you. But then... It went straight in the hole. <laughs> really good fun. If you're in Glasgow uh, and you fancy a, a, a wacky game of, of putting, golf fang is highly recommended. You can get drinks and everything while you're there as well, and food. And apparently they have another one in Birmingham. They do yeah. have a few. It's not just the one there. They do have others. But she was the, the woman we were talking to did say that they did have another one in Birmingham. There was one in Birmingham, a dairy tend kind of way. Um, a bit like if you live in Oxford, there's, um, what's the one, one in Oxford called? Um, junkyard golf, where you're yeah. putting through bits of cars and things. Similar, but not as good, I would say, junkyard. No. The, this was like very, it was it was all graffiti. Um, you couldn't go in unless you were 18. No, no kids, a lot of naughty words on the um, walls. Was people sort of write yeah. things on the wall while you're there. It's hard, hard, yeah, there was the a lot of graffiti on the walls and in the toilets. Mm. Um, some of it was rather interesting, but we won't go there. We went for a long walk the next day. We walked along the river and up towards Barrowlands, which is a famous concert venue. We did a photo walk, didn't we? Yeah, Everybody. and then up to the Necropolis, which is a big um, Victorian cemetery overlooking the city, and I think a lot of Batman movies and things are filmed there. So we all posed for this black and white photo. It looked like the worst band cover ever. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was rather amusing because there were a lot of other people there that also had cameras that were taking there pictures. Were some young kids, <laughs> I'm going to say Chinese, but I don't, I don't know. But they're, you know, from, I, was, I would guess they were probably Chinese, but they were all with very modern cameras, um, you know, Fujifilm, GFXs and things. And when they saw we were photographers, they made a big point of getting other cameras out no. of the bag. Some of them had three or four other cameras Some in their bag, didn't they? Some of them were film cameras <laughs> as old as me, like Nikon F2s and things, which if Dennis, if you're listening, you'll remember those. Uh, great, great to see them taking photos and, and actually rocking film cameras as well. So, uh, And they took a few photos of us, bless them. So, yeah, re- really good trip. Nice to get out somewhere after a, a busy summer uh, of weddings and, and see some good friends. So, guys, thanks for meeting up with you. We love you loads. And, uh, it was awesome. Hopefully it see was, you again in the new year. It was so good just to recharge batteries, meet some family friends mm, family and friends. just have fun. Well, family. they are. They are. I know what you mean, yeah. Photography friends. Yeah, photo- the photography family. Yeah. Yeah, well said, well said. Um, well, so I was going to ask you a question actually out the blue that you're not ready for, so this might be, might be so. Out of all the... Kit that we've used this year. I mean, photography kit. 
Bear, bear in mind, we've got a bit. <laughs> what has been your favourite bit of kit you've used this year? And it can be anything. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Um. Well, you've got your Sony A9, which is your main camera. I think that probably would be... There's the 2470 GM2, which is your main zoom. I think I think that setup would be... Because that's all I use most of the time. And as far as I'm concerned, I couldn't be happier with what I've got set up. Right. More um, so than using the 70 to 200 that we bought. Yes. The white lens, as we call it. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. That, because that's okay... Um, at the back of the venue when they're actually saying their vows mm. and everything else, but then that's gone. Well, it's nice for portraits as well, but yeah, yeah. But we don't, do we really use that for portraits? Well, we do when we do like walking along portraits and things, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, sorry. I, so you're so you're, you're A9 and my a 24 A9 and my 24 to 70. That GM2 is a belt in lens, it's, it's so light for a, a 20 for basically a pro standard zoom. 2470, and when they, those lenses first came out, they would be twice that weight. Mm. And it replaced your Tamron 28 to 75, which was a nice lens. But so much better. <laughs> yeah, it's ought to be a lot sharper. <laughs> Sorry, Tamron. <laughs> well, I, I do have to say... It's also twice the price, if not more. Well, yes. It means three times the price. But but when editing, it makes life so much easier. The, the Tamron definitely, I think we've talked about this before, but the, the Tamron definitely had a warm a warmer cast. You could tell when all the pictures were together what were Tamron and what weren't. I don't have to deal with that now. Mm. I can just deal with everything in one format and not have to worry. Mm. Yeah, good point. So 2470? Yes. GM2? Yes. Good. You going to ask me? What's your favourite? Oh, that's a hard question, Samantha. I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> question. <laughs> um... And she's done it again. You just have to wave and I can mute the button. I don't know when I'm going to cough. That's a good idea, I suppose. Yeah, would you like a drink? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... That would be good. The 24... You can't think about it that much. Well, it's not not a lens that we bought this year. It's a lens we've had now for nearly... Well, since we went to Sony, so again on two and a half years now. 24mm GM 1.4 which is quite a wide lens for wedding, but I like the 24mm because I like to stand quite close to people during like drinks and things, not in a sort of creepy way, but I like to, <laughs> shoot, I like to shoot, sort of shoot close and wide, if that makes sense. Yes. Where you can get lots of stuff going on. So you uh, catch the background. Well, you just catch the well, the layers as well, which you'll know what I mean by that, but also the, the sheer sort of involvement with people. Yeah. And, and I think... Uh, was it Kappa that said if you, your photo's not good enough if you're not close enough or the other way around um, and I like to get quite close to people I think that, you have to get close yeah. in that in that environment to be fair and because I use that on the Sony A7R4 which is a 60, 61 megapixel uh, sensor as well even if I need to crop a lot and sometimes I do there's still tons of resolution yeah. there because if I put that camera into what they call Super 35 mode it's effectively like shooting with a Fuji X-T3 because it becomes a 26mm APS-C crop sensor camera with a 35mm lens. So it's almost like two cameras in one. So for me, and I know people say, oh, 61 megapixels is too big for weddings, and, and it's a lot of storage. We've got a lot of flashing hard drives on that table over there, yeah. <laughs> and we need to buy some more. Yeah. Um, but it just means that you've got the flexibility. You know, nobody ever says I've got too much resolution in weddings. As far as I'm concerned, anyway. Exactly. I think you can have not enough. And some of the cameras, and I'm going to be controversial here, but some of the cameras like the the original EOS R6 at 20 meg, I don't think that's enough for modern wedding photography. I know we all used to use things like D700s with 12 meg, megapixels, but if you've got it, why not get, why not get it, really? Yeah, the new EOS R6 II, I think, is 24, which is just, just about acceptable, in my opinion. I know you won't agree with me, thousands of listeners out there, photographers. So, uh, if you Everybody has their own opinion and their own way of working. If you don't agree with me, you can write to Samantha and complain. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Her email address is... 
So let's get on to our guest interview. So I mentioned that uh, Mary and Laurie, who are a mother and daughter, I think it's the other way around, actually. I think it's daughter and mother. Um, <laughs> they're they're a, a lovely a lovely a pair of uh, passionate wedding um, specialists. And as I say, they have run a business called Woolly Woods. It's a new wedding business. And they're really getting started really now. Um, and I met up with them a couple of weeks ago at their Banbury home. And that interview is coming up right now. So, Laurie and Mary, thanks so much for coming on the Sam and Steve podcast. How are you both? Really well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Good it's great, things. great to be here. So, um, you guys are what's known as Woolly Woods. That's right, yeah. And we met you at a recent wedding fair, and, and I was so fascinated by your business and the, and your great products, I thought it'd be great to get you on the podcast. So, thanks so much for coming on. Just, uh, just for the benefit of the listener, just say a little bit about, about yourselves and who you are. I'm Mary, um, and uh, and over there, sitting I'm across Laurie. the table is Laurie, um, and we are mother and daughter team, um, and yeah, we we make uh, handmade wedding decorations for hire for weddings and events, and they're very very different. The, yes, <laughs> that's maybe a polite way of <laughs> describing. We like to describe it as niche, yeah. Yeah. but uh, they are all created, handmade. Um, and they're all tree related. So we make trees uh, with felt leaves in a variety of colourways for table centres and other freestanding floor decoration. And we make matching wreaths for the back of all of the chairs at the wedding venue and various other matching, Decor- coordinating decorations and things, yeah. So what made you start doing this? So it was um, kind of a crazy idea cooked up by us um, when I got married. Um, I think we were a bit um, starved for for being creative and having an outlet, um, both of us working quite a corporate lifestyle um so we kind of went a bit a bit mad when i got married and uh, (laughs) decided that we'd make everything um and i was having an autumn wedding and i wanted to Mm. really lean into the to the autumnal colors and things um and i think we initially just saw a uh, a picture on pinterest of a wreath um and we sort of looked at each other and went oh wouldn't that be cool to have on the back of every chair at your wedding um and 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 then laurie was like yeah well let's do it and <laughs> oh why not <laughs> yeah. and i was like no that's crazy we you know it's it's way too time consuming but um as as usual she persuaded me that that would be a good idea and so um it kind of started there and then i don't really remember how the trees came into being but i guess we just we just decided to we fell down a rabbit hole of coordinating <clears throat> excuse me and matching everything so yeah fantastic so and you couldn't really find what you wanted for your own wedding so you went and made it yourself basically yeah yeah, yeah. love it yeah. love it meredith is loves color right and uh, she didn't want a plain white wedding mm. she wanted everything to be as colorful as possible so she had these very colorful wreaths on the back of the chairs and then she had red toned trees orange toned trees and yellow toned trees Fantastic. on all of her tables and certainly you know the dark of november it, it was it, it was, was lovely. very colorful it was very colorful yeah. and the the venue she got married in had got glass all down to two walls of a barn and all of the lights reflecting in the glass with all Beautiful. the colours, it, it really did look really lovely. Yeah. I'm sure. I always think this is probably the best time of year to get married because I love the autumn colours yeah. and things as well And uh, as a photographer. So what made the leap then from doing something for your own wedding to actually starting a business for the wedding industry? That's a big step. What made you make that big jump? I think partly it was the thought that after the wedding, we'd have all these things we didn't want to throw away, Mm. regardless of how much work or not had gone into it. We just thought they're all made ready. and We wanted other people to have the opportunity to enjoy them too. And that has become quite important to us, the sustainability of what Mm. we do. Mm. Um, We we worry about the amount of waste mm. yeah. at weddings it's there's a huge amount of um of plastic waste particularly um that comes out of 
the wedding industry, sadly. Yeah, of course. Um, I, mm. I was, was reading an article just recently where they were saying that um, the, the just the bin bags that are used by the venue to tidy up uh, at the end of your of your night, um, they will remain in existence for 90 years. Wow. So, yeah. so when incredible. you're celebrating yeah. your 90th wedding, wedding anniversary, anniversary, the bags, the bags are, are still only just yeah. degrading. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, isn't it? So sustainability, environmental issues are very important to you as a, as, as a core value for your business, yeah. really, from what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, we want to be able to reuse as many things as possible yeah. rather mm. than throw them away. And, you know, these days you can get a lot of cheaper products from from china mm. yeah. that are kind of meant to be they're priced at a point where yeah. it's and the quality isn't isn't yeah, great for sure. and um, it's easy to buy a load of stuff in for your wedding and then go oh yeah i'll sell it on ebay afterwards but people, people generally don't, don't. Yeah. we end up chucking it away the excitement's all over it's just i yeah. want to get rid of this stuff yeah, yeah absolutely so, so our, our view is kind of you know make something you know with a lot of love and mm. and spend a you know a long time creating something uh, completely that's supposed to last and 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 yeah and, and mm. just reuse it and did i read any website that you plant trees yeah, so that was that was another thing um, that we started doing. Uh, so we we plant a tree for every tree that we hire out. Um, Fantastic. Through a partnership that we have with a not for profit called um, Just One Tree. Right, love it. We also make favors for our brides and grooms guests, which are uh, little felt acorns with a real acorn cap and wow. a little silver or gold leaf. And for every one of those that the bride and groom give their guests, we also plant a tree. So if you have 100 guests at your wedding and you have 12 trees, you know, that's a small woodland that you're planting. Of course. um, Which... We which get very excited just, about. Yeah, we are excited about that because it's it's you know planting over a hundred trees just by by having your wedding, it's 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 making a difference and it's putting completely. something you know Back. really really cool out into the world. Mm, you know, completely. Um, so you're a mother and daughter team. Yes. Who we does are. who does what in the team? <laughs> Mary does all of the complicated things. Like See, social, I, would, I would argue it the other way around. <laughs> so she deals with all anything technical, computery. <laughs> so Meredith built the website right. and she looks after all the social media. Sure. Badly. <laughs> no, not at all. Not uh, at all. She also does all of the emailing to brides and grooms. Um with a little bit of input from me. Yeah. And I mainly concentrate on actually physically making the, the products. Right. The important stuff. <laughs> Although Meredith is definitely there at the design stages, for sure. sure. I think when you've got a small business, everybody has to do yeah. Yeah. multiple tasks. But Absolutely. I guess, so Mary, you're more of the sort of businessy side of things and the marketing side, and you're more of the yeah, creative side. side. Yeah, I'd say yeah, that. It, it's that way at the moment. Yeah. But I know that you don't want to... You don't want to forgo the creative no. parts no. because that's your passion of too. Course. So. Yeah, but it's, it's actually ended up being that if if um, we need to make something on Photoshop or Illustrator or something mm. using a computer program, that I'll do I'll do that. So I get to be creative mm. in that way as well. So. Mm. I might tell you some Photoshop work to do for us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was good at it. <laughs> so, you know, you, you've, you've started this business, you've had a number of several weddings now, and, and, and it's starting to, to get moving. So how are people finding you? How do people find out about what you do? Uh, you know, how, how have you got your inquiries that you've had so far? We, I mean, we met at a wedding fair. Are you, are you doing lots of those? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's sort of how we've we've attacked it in the in the early stages, is just doing as many wedding fairs right. and, and meeting, just talking to brides and grooms mm. and, and just meeting people and um, it's, it's mostly how we've yeah our um, next step is to contact all of the local venues, venues. Yeah. that yeah. we want to introduce ourselves Absolutely. to all of the venues that we can find that's a good yeah. idea is it, yeah. you know we're obviously looking it's people that are looking for something a little bit different um, and maybe something that's a bit you know more eco eco conscious um uh, is is the kinds of people sure. that are generally uh, interested in, mm. in what we're doing. So it's finding those people. And just so I understand properly, so do you have like a stock of kind of off-the-shelf, if I can put it that way, products, <laughs> or do you make things custom for people? How, how does that work in terms of, you know, if a bride said, I love that, but can you do it in that colour? Is that something you would do, or, or is it more sort of, this is what we do? 
At the moment, it's more this is what we do mm. because we've been concentrating this year on actually building all our stocks of trees and reeds yeah. so that we're ready to go. You know, and that's what we've been concentrating mm. on. This is very time consuming, mm. cre- you know, the I'm actual sure, creating yes. of, yeah. the, of the products. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our eight foot tree has got over 2000 leaves wired onto it. Wow. And they're all made of felt. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they take... About three weeks solid work sure. to make one of those. Gosh, so wow. it, it, it is a big undertaking to yeah, build yeah. up our stock. Mm. Um, yeah, so we have enough to, you know, as table centres and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, so, um, you know, we, we generally think that we need 12 five-foot trees in, in a colour um, because that's generally the, you know, Mm. The most common size of yeah. a wedding, if mm. you have one of one of those on each table, and a hundred, mm. hundred wreaths. We make two two different styles of wreaths for each colourway. Mm-hmm. We do a large one, which is just wreaths, just leaves, which just attaches to the back of the venue chair, and then we do another one, which is a chiffon drape, which oh, threads right. through it sure. and sort of hangs over the back of the chair, a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what the chairs are like yeah. and what the bride like. Often a bride will like one style for the ceremony and then a different style in the, oh, of course, in yeah. the reception yeah. room. So yeah, same, same colours, but mm. in a slightly different form. Style, yeah. So just describe what it is you have then in terms of the sort of finished products. So you've got the, the large trees you mentioned. We've got eight foot high floor standing right. trees. They're battery operated with static warm white lights. There's a... 160, I think, on an eight-foot tree. Bulbs. Carved it off my head. I can't remember how many bulbs. Um, And then we do five-foot trees for table decorations. So they just stand in the middle of your table. Um, They're quite nice because it's not like a big flower arrangement where you can't see the person opposite you to talk to them. Mm. All you have at that level is a trunk, Mm. and then the leaves sort of fold over the top of the table, which. It's something that we like about mm. them. Um, I must admit, I've been to weddings where people are sort of peering round. Yeah, yeah. To try and talk to each other. Yeah, that's a good idea. I yeah. think this works. Uh, we we like it. Mm. Um, Obviously, we like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we are biased. And then we do these two sizes of wreaths for the back of all of the chairs at the venue. We do big oak signs with matching garlands in the felt battery leaves. Battery lit as well. Battery lit again. Um, and generally, we do some small place name holders, table, table names, names yeah. um, the favours, the favours. Everything coordinates and matches. Fantastic. Basically, if you have the autumn colours, then you're having a range of yellows and golds and browns. And then we do a silver birch collection, which is six different shades of green. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything comes. In that colour, so it coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we'll put pictures of your products on the yeah. on the show notes to go with the with the podcast. So fantastic! So, um, in terms of you know brides meeting you at wedding fairs, do they do they get what you do, or do you have to explain it? It's funny actually because it it, it really divides people. Some people instantly get it right. um, and will see it from across the room and come rushing over and be like, mm. "Yes, I remember I that. Want I did this. the Chesterfield one. We did, yes, yeah." <laughs> We um, had a couple at our Birmingham, weather, our very first wedding fair that we went to, and we had a very poor display because we, at that point we hadn't learned how to display our yeah. products at all. But we had a tree, a five-foot green tree there, and it was quite a dark room. It was January. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was... Oh, it was June, but it was, it was a June, pouring it, wet day. It was, it was a very really, dark. really rainy day. And this couple appeared right over the other side of the room and you could see the, the groom's hand pointing <laughs> over at, at the tree. Fantastic. And they came rushing over and they just loved it. And it was so exciting for us because that was yeah, the first, first person we'd done, yeah. that was really interested in How it. How great is that? You know, we get that sort of oh. ideal customer that yeah. just gets what you do yeah. straight away. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah. but sometimes, we, you know, it does take some explaining because mm. it is quite different it's mm. not you know it's the kind of thing you'll have seen before mm. really um so yeah sometimes people are like so 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 what is this what do you what do you do <laughs> and everybody thinks that we're a venue yeah we we the last <laughs> wedding fair we did we had a lot of people think we were a venue i think possibly because of our um our name makes it sound like a sort of outdoorsy wedding venue yeah let, let's explore that actually where does the name of the business come from 
We wanted to have something that represented our tree idea, mm-hmm. hence the woods. Yeah. And the wool felt oh, provided felt. the yeah. wool, the wool, yeah. the woolly part yeah. of it. But we have discovered that there is actually a wood called, called woolly wood. wood. <laughs> no way. I, yeah. I think it's in Derbyshire or somewhere. Can't isn't remember it? where it is now. Yeah. I have to look that up before yeah. we uh, um, spelt spelt differently. Spelt sure. slightly yeah. differently, but yeah, that that's why. And a lot of people when we were canvassing for a name for our business mm. a lot of people in the family went oh that's a silly name you should be called abc event hire yeah. uh, but too, to but us it, it didn't too suit corporate. us no, yeah. way too corporate yeah. yeah we've got the same issue because we're trying to well we are launching a, a brand for our more corporate type work and everybody knows sam and steve for weddings so we're trying to think of a brand name for our corporate work but yeah. we don't want it to be abc corporate photography no. you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's a weird suggestions but still <laughs> <laughs> so you said the family um came up with some suggestions as well so you know is it just the two of you from the family or was a part of your family involved as well or have had any input in the business well my husband's very involved in the business in that he has brought me probably 10,000 cups of tea while I've been (laughs) making wreaths and trees over the last three or four years. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, But really, our husbands are both very, very very supportive. supportive. We're very, very lucky. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Um, I retired in March. Meredith gave up work on the same day I retired to do this. And I do think that both of our husbands thought that we were they were going to see us a lot more yeah. than they did before. <laughs> but that but hasn't uh, no. We're working harder than we ever were when we worked. That's the thing when you have your own business. There's always something to do. Yeah. yeah. There's always a job to be done. I mean, from your perspective, the social media and things, there's, there's always something to be done, isn't there, really? Yeah. yeah. But we're just loving it, aren't we? I can we're tell. Just oh, absolutely. It. It's the best, having the best time yeah. of our lives. Definitely. Fantastic. Yeah. So describe the, the process. So let's imagine hard to imagine let's imagine i'm a bride <laughs> and i'm interested in booking your your products and services for the day so first of all what is the process in terms of getting in contact with you you, you obviously got a instagram facebook all those kind of things yeah 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 um I mean, most of our brides up till this point, we've met at a wedding So fair. they've already met you rather. So than, they'll yeah. have met us. Yeah. They take our business card or leaflet away with them. They go on the website and have a look at our pictures on there. And then they use the contact form right. on the website to contact us. And then we have some discussions by email. But following that, we do a consultation at the bride and groom's venue. Okay, wow. uh, Where we'll take whatever they're in, if they were interested, say, in autumn colours, we would take an autumn tree and some wreaths and we'd we'd play around putting the wreaths on chairs and moving the chairs around so they can decide whether they want one on every chair or every other chair or down the aisle or whatever. Sure. And we'll spend a couple of hours with them at their venue talking about where they'd like things positioned and that kind of thing so they get an idea of what it's going to look like so it's very much consultative it's not the case of sort of ringing up and do you just delivering something it's very much a consultative process all the way along really yeah we we don't let anybody we don't deliver and let anybody set up themselves Mm. it's we take everything we set it all up exactly where they've decided they Mm. want it on the consultation day and then we set it all up and then take it all mostly either straight after the wedding we remove it in the middle of the night or first gosh. thing the next morning gosh depends yeah. on the every venue it depends on the venue of course yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah wow so it's a long day for you guys then yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's all good fun though yeah we love weddings <laughs> we love so it. it's great yeah. <laughs> i think you shouldn't be in the wedding industry if you don't love weddings no we, yeah. we meet some wedding photographers who clearly hate them which is bizarre to me but still probably <laughs> over over time which you've done so many maybe yeah, yeah it sort of loses its magic slightly but no, we, we're certainly but not for at us, stage no for us we absolutely love it yeah. I, I get the feeling you'll be loving it in 10 years time both of you in I, terms of your passion for I it. have a I feeling so. might, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see your business going you know you're quite a new business still you, you obviously get building up your your um you know your your awareness people booking you for, for next year which is great where do you want the business to be in sort of three or four years time have you thought about that yet, or is that a, a question yes, you have a chance to think we've about? we've thought about it a lot. We don't know, basically. Yeah. No. I mean, doing more weddings 
in three years' time. I mean, it takes one in any in the wedding industry to get started because you don't book a wedding for next Tuesday. You no. book it for next year or even we've had people interested for 2025. Yeah, so yeah. it, it's going to take a mm. long time to get that ball rolling, mm. I think. Um, so I'm hoping yeah. in three years' time... We've got lots of weddings. Yeah, oh, and I think I think you know at the moment we're sort of just along for the ride and and seeing you know where where it goes and what happens. But even even in our even our brief period of time this year that we've been that we've been going. Yeah, Brides and grooms are asking for things that we don't necessarily do, but we're like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, let's let's do that and let's mm. explore that. And so, yeah, I think we're just... It's true. A lot of our products, I mean, we're adding new things on our website. Most weeks we, we come across, we think of something else to offer. Mm. And a lot of that time that comes from people inquiring, oh, do you do so-and-so? No, and we go, but we should. No, but <laughs> Why we will now. Yeah. And then we rush off and learn how to do it and how to make it. Anything and, uh, unusual you've been asked for yet or um, anything comes to mind? Nothing really unusual yet, no. No. I'm sure it no. will happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward to it. I mean, yeah. the place name holders... That, well, that we, has been a big surprise. That for us. was a big surprise. We made those late one night, the night before a wedding fair, because we thought we we generally our setup at a wedding fair is to mock up a table, and have a tree on it, and have the chairs round it with the wreaths on, and we thought the table looked a little bit bare, so we decided we'd make these little place name holders out of little chunks of tree branch and some felt leaves to match the tree and then put the name in it and we literally did it for decoration and the next day at the wedding fair all we had was people saying oh I love those oh can we oh how much will those be and we were like oh well we don't know oh well so we've added those to our range now and priced them up and so I think yeah we've we've got so many ideas haven't mm. we so many things we'd like to do yeah um, i guess eventually. it's one step at a time because yeah. as a new business you you obviously got to get the bookings you've got to build up the cash reserves yeah. and all those things yeah uh which, which I'm, I'm sure you, you you're on you're on top of already um and and focus on the things that will make you the money as opposed to things that might yeah. be the fun things to do yeah. really yeah but i certainly yeah. don't think at one point i thought oh will we run out of ideas you know will we be able to actually sustain this going forward but i don't keep really have any worries about that anymore because we keep coming up with either new products or new different color mm. ways that we could we could make yeah or how to make it a little bit more bespoke for mm. for couples and things yeah it's it's all in the pipeline but it's just at the moment it's just getting our core i, I, I think that's really important isn't it? Together, yeah. and, and, and getting that sort of kind of standard product if i can call it that <laughs> but being making it customizable enough so it yeah. looks specific to the the, the couple's yeah. requirements yeah. yeah yeah without without spoiling our sustainability yeah. as well yeah yes. that's a key yeah. part it needs it? to be something that we you know we think can be used again for future weddings mm. uh, but we, we're sort of we've sort of talked about the idea of of maybe getting into making felt flowers and and having mm. a, you know a, a felt flower um in you know a, a couple's colorway or particular flower that they that they're interested in um and then just being able to attach it and remove it from existing from wreaths mm. um so you could have idea. a green yeah. wreath and then whatever your color of your wedding is going to be just have a flower that in that color that could be clipped on and clipped off and then we can reuse them and but you know it's just helping people to to have it a little bit more personal to them what a fantastic idea yeah, yeah. love it Ladies, it's been fantastic learning more about your business and chatting to you. The passion for your business just shines through, and I'm sure it'll come through loud and clear on the on the pack, on the pad on the podcast. Um, how can people find out more about what it is that you do? How can they get in contact with you? So um, our website address is www.woollywoods.co.uk. Um, Woolly is a bit of an odd spelling, okay. but it's a W double O double L Y. It's woolly as in wool clothes and things. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and and we have a Facebook page um, which is just Woolly Woods. Okay. Um, we don't have an Instagram page yet, and we keep getting told off for that. So that is <laughs> that is the next that is my next um, job. Next is, job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting that sorted. On the way. So yeah. 
Fantastic. Well, we look forward to seeing you at a wedding fair soon and, and hopefully at a wedding for real in the near future. Yeah, Thanks ever so much again for your time today. Thanks, Thanks so much so for much, having Steve. So, Mary, Laurie, thank you so much for your, your time the other week, and thanks also for the, the coffee and the biscuits, much appreciated. Uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you that no bit. No comment. <laughs> he will never turn down a biscuit. That's very true. Um, that's very true indeed. Uh, but all seriousness, uh, really love finding out more about your business, really admire your business ethics as well, and looking forward to seeing you at wedding fairs in the new year, and hopefully at a wedding coming soon. And if you're looking for something unusual for your table displays or for your general wedding venue decoration, and you like the idea of a sustainable business and homemade uh, trees with beautiful uh, uh, felt <coughs> leaves and things, check out the website. Their products are great. What I would say is if you if you love autumn flowers, flowers, autumn leaves, autumn colours, um, that kind of thing, then they are the person. They they are the company to approach. Absolutely, absolutely, great, great people. So, so we've got a Christmas special coming up next. We do. You look at me like I've never mentioned it before. As <laughs> <laughs> far I probably haven't. Exactly. Uh, well, we we do have one more show to do before the end of the year, and we normally do a Christmas thing. We do. So we've done the twelve days of Christmas. We've done a quiz. Last which year. you love doing. Mm. And you got all the answers right, which is annoying. <laughs> Mr. Quizmaster. Yeah, I do like doing quizzes. Um, so we'll almost certainly have a look back at what the year has been like for us, and we'll talk a little bit about the weddings that we've done, but I'm sure we'll throw in a few Christmas-related topics as well. Uh, we've just done a bit of Black Friday shopping, haven't we? Is me saying I hate Black Friday, <laughs> and I do hate Black Friday. Although, having said that, we've been running a Black Friday offer for our customers, and a few customers have bought prints and things so thank you for that um but we've just bought some new studio kit for our new brand we did it's so, on the way yeah so we're doing more portrait corporate um and headshot kind of stuff as we mentioned earlier yeah yeah and um we need some well we needed some big chunky powerful studio flash guns well we did have some but we've decided that we needed something a little more particularly for our door um you know, portraits and things where you want to, and I hate this phrase because it's nonsense, but you want to try and overpower the sun like it's 93 million miles away and it's a big <laughs> bore 100 times the size of the earth of glowing helium and hydrogen. So you're not going to overpower it with a farty little black flash gun. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. That expression of overpowering. So what it means <laughs> is that you can compensate for the sun and have, you know, the people that you're photographing balanced with the background of light and everything. That's what you basically means. make them pop out. Yeah. So and you need powerful flash for that. Yeah. And our little Godox AD 200s, which are great, aren't quite up for quite that. Quite that powerful. So we've ordered a couple of AD 600s. Which people Exciting. don't really realise, probably won't realise what you're talking about. Photographers will. Photographers will be fascinated. <laughs> our couples won't give it down, but... Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, what we're planning to do as well over the over the in the um, Christmas period, we've done hardly any blogging on the website because we just haven't had time. And blogging is one of the things that people use to find us. It promotes our websites and uh, our SEO to be use the jargon. So I'm going to be writing some blog posts. So a um, lot of weddings to choose from for this year. So we'll certainly be doing five or six blogs. What we try and do we'll is be doing a few more than five. Well, what I try not to do is write a blog about a wedding venue that we've been to recently because we're just kind of competing with ourselves. Then, well, yeah. I know, but we have lots of exciting. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so venues that we've been to. We we do want to have a new website at some stage because our website's getting a bit tired now. But trying to do that as well as launch a new brand at the same time is probably slightly ambitious. So it'll have a bit of a refresh role and a relaunch, shall we say? Um, but we've been working on that over the winter. And we're also going to get some new uh, wedding fair pop-ups because ours are a bit tired now. The one's ripped. Well, yeah, kind of fell apart last year, didn't it? Yeah, I pulled it out a bit um, enthusiastically. I'm glad you did that, not me. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> uh, so the pop-up banner, one of our pop-up banners got ripped at the wedding fair. Um, so speaking And we of, need to refresh the pictures on it as well because they're a few years old now. Yeah, although the one we want to leave on is with Joe. <laughs> on, on the space bouncers. Space hoppers. Space yeah. hoppers. Yeah. When she nearly knocked you over. Joe Hawks, was it? Joe, if you listen Joe to Joe Hawes. Joe Hawes, sorry. My apologies. Yeah, that's a photo. It's on our website somewhere of a, of a bride on a space hopper, literally about about six feet away from me. 
Yeah. Uh, and she nearly flattened me. Yeah. At every wedding fair, people comment on that picture. Which is one of my favourite <laughs> photos, I have to say. Now, we'll, we'll include that one. And we want to do a new logo as well, because our logo's a bit tired. And we're doing quite a few wedding fairs in the new year. So we've got a wedding fairs coming starting in January. I haven't got them to hand, but you'll find them on the Guides for Brides website. So if you want to meet us and have a chat with us, find out all about what we do, and more importantly, tell us all about your wedding plans, we'd love to see you at a wedding fair. And mentioning Guides for Brides, what am I going to say, Samantha? We would like any couples whose wedding we did this year to please write a recommendation on the Guides for Brides wedding so wedding fair website well on this website sorry not their wedding yeah yeah um, you really destroyed that i mean i, I built know, you a I'm bit sorry, of big... i'm sorry i'm sorry well i wasn't expecting it was i so we on, on guides for rides we have a page on that page if you go to that you can write a recommendation for us we would very much appreciate any of our couples to be able to do that for us because that will help us hopefully become either highly commended or actually win um, the award for this year for the photographer for the Guides for Brides Customer Service Award. We will at very least like to be shortlisted again, well, <laughs> which we've, we've been, been the last five years. Well, no, we've been shortlisted for the last six years, darling. Okay, thank you, darling. Um, we won for two years. Then last year we were highly commended because I don't think you could actually give us another well, to be fair, the other, uh, Laura Shaw is a great She's photographer very and she deserved to win. Um, um, uh, so. But yeah, so we've been doing very well for the last five or six years. So if anybody could, anybody who's actually um, used us as a wedding photographer, please, please, please go to our Guides for Brides page and write a review. That would be lovely if you could, folks. We are going definitely anywhere because we're the photographers for the event this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, next year. My delightful husband... Um, decided that we should uh, actually offer our services well, for this year. Well, just thought it'd be a nice thing to do. Bear in mind that we're doing more event photography, so yeah, we're going to be <laughs> we are going to be the event photographers. I think the do's in March. It is. Yeah. So so we're definitely going to be there. <laughs> so I mean, it means there means what? My teeth aren't working today. It means I need to get a new dinner jacket because I don't think I'll get in my current one anymore. <laughs> You said uh, that last year. Yeah, I, def- <laughs> I definitely won't this year. So new dinner jacket, no doubt a new frock for you, darling. Um. Yeah. <laughs> nice to always have a new frock. Speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Oh, in all seriousness. No comment. Yeah. In, in all seriousness, if you, uh, you know, we did photograph your wedding this year, we'd love you to write a, a review for us if you haven't already done so. And thank you very much indeed. We've been talking for about 30 minutes on this podcast in either side of the interview with Woody Woods. You know, one thing that's remarkable about this interview so far? Uh, do I really want to know? And I haven't said yes, dear. You once. haven't? Yeah. Not once. I know, it's it's a record. You don't have to give me a rude gesture. <laughs> it's definitely a record. So you haven't said yes. To, we said it now once, of course, because you just did. Only because you made me do it. Yes, dear. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> How did it feel? Wonderful. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. I just had to turn you down because you went really loud then. No comment. To a laugh. You're laugh- Everybody knows your laugh. I'm sorry. It's like when you went to the Banbury Operatic um, 50, 60th year oh, concert. Yeah. And everybody knew you were in the audience. Yeah. Everybody on stage. People, people came out at half time and said, we knew you were here. We could hear you. You're like, <laughs> rent an audience. Fuck <laughs> off. So if anybody's got an event coming <clears> in the near future and you need somebody to make the party started, Samantha's available at very good rates with it. We can even record your laughter and just play it back. Thanks, dear. Love you too. Yeah, yes, dear. <laughs> so I think we should wind up this latest episode of our podcast. Thank you for being with us so far, if you've managed to hang on until the end of the show. So as we say, we're going to be back in December with a Christmas special. Uh, we're talking about the weddings that we've done in 2022, our plans for 2023. No doubt, we're talking a bit of gear stuff as well, and generally have a bit of a laugh and a Christmas spirit getting amongst us. So, until then, make sure everything stays safe out there, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Speak to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>